you think you know what we're going to talk about. But unfortunately, I fell down a damn rabbit hole and I've not gotten out yet. <laughs> Knife bros. I literally googled Sebastian Stan hands. But just when you least expect it, we changed the game. Well, yeah, because like, usually in astrology, they would partner up air signs with fire signs. All right, you can, you can huggle. Time travel stories. and At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide. Well, we should make it a topic. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't take German in school. I barely took, I took Spanish and I don't remember any of it. Three Fates Decide podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Three Fates Decide. My name is Sam, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Liz and Mary. Say hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. Uh, We're going to be talking about our favorite television shows, and that includes streaming um, multi-episode series as well. So I'm super excited because TV is... A big, big thing for me, especially growing up and things like that. So looking forward to this one. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> so excited, Liz. So excited. I know. It's it's just like it's kind of a hard, in a way, it's kind of a hard topic because uh, there's just. There's so many. There's so many, especially in the last, like, you know, 10, 15 years where, like, television content whether you're talking about physically on your TV or streaming online, it's just like exploded in like a thousand directions. And you're like, I don't know what to watch anymore. It's true. It really has. I mean, you know, the, the three of us all were born in the 80s and, you know, have really watched TV expand into oh, yeah. this monstrosity. I mean, you really think about it. A lot of like, you know, big time Hollywood actors or whatever are now doing like limited series on streaming uh you know networks because it's become almost synonymous with movies oh yeah i mean Mm -hmm. i remember when uh evans was talking about um defending jacob like you know those promo interviews he talked about like yeah that's why i'm you know that i agreed to do this because you know there's so much good stuff happening um whether you're talking about like an actual series series or even like a limited slash mini series, it's really it, it really has gotten better the quality of the writing. I mean, in fact, there's a pretty good case to be made that uh writing on TV in general um is better than what we've been seeing on movie screens in recent years. Agreed one hundred percent. Definitely. I mean, well, I think we, yeah, sorry. I think uh, we vaguely, I think we kind of mentioned that when we did our movie episode, like, episodes ago. hmm So. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I find that there's, as we said in, in that episode about, well, I think we did two episodes about movies, but the one yeah. thing that we all had agreed on was how Hollywood has become almost like redundant they can't come up with any original creative thought anymore tv has been able to continue now granted there are those special cases where you have tv shows that have been on for way too many years even one of my favorites but i've actually stopped watching it because i'm just bored of it and that's Grey's anatomy it's just been on 
way too long and you know it it, it's become redundant but there's always Mm -hmm. new tv shows and now with these streaming services you know it's almost like they're making movies and just splitting them up into episodes so it's again that limited series type of thing so i definitely think that the streaming and and tv has become more better than movies 100 percent I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, even with the other the other thing with streaming is that um, outside of like, you know, HBO and Cinematics and Stars and stuff like that, which is like the premium cable stuff, it's like with streaming, it allows you to show uh, stuff that you may not be able to get away with on regular TV otherwise. And it's not necessarily that, you know, it has to be gratuitous violence or sex or whatever, but it could also be just the subject matter would be stuff that definitely network TV would avoid touching because, you know, it it, it just doesn't fit their business model. It's, it doesn't fit their best interest to show that kind of stuff, you know, given that as network TV, they are potentially watched by literally anybody and everybody you know in the u.s versus like like i was saying like hbo or netflix or hulu or whatever where you choose yourself to go looking for this stuff and to actually watch it so yeah there's definitely more freedom yeah mm-hmm. yeah um all right so i'm gonna jump in with a question what is your favorite genre of tv oh that is that start started off difficult so <laughs> yeah you did you jumped right into the heart to the to the big one. <laughs> oh my god i don't really necessarily have i have favorite genres not just one genre that's the problem okay you can say multiple I'll um sci-fi I, I love I, I'm I'm like that little sci-fi geeky techie I geek out at that shit. <laughs> um I like historical, like historical period piece pieces. I have a thing for cop dramas. I, 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 I like I like that type of shit. I know I'm cussing a little too much. I'm I'm sorry. That's Forgive right. me. We already I rated like- we already rated I, I already put like a E thing rating on our show to begin with so if we i mean i granted we don't want to make it like a habit of like doing that like every other right. sentence but you know if you if you throw out a fuck or a shit every once in a while it's fine yeah i already I, I, go for it, Mary. I, I try i try not to say it too often but um and fantasy is another one I'm, i i really like some fantasy dramas and fantasy pieces how about you, Liz? It it's kind of evolved over time, just like my taste in books, like from our book episode, kind of changed over time. But I think in recent years, I've been gearing towards either historical uh, f- fiction stuff or romantic dramas. I kind of realized are kind of like what I tend to watch more often than not. And if there's a particularly good fantasy or sci-fi series that pops up, then maybe I'll watch that. But those are the ones I tend to gravitate more towards. Yeah, I like to go for, like, the historical fiction stuff. Um, 
comedies, definitely like sitcom type comedies, especially like growing up and stuff like that. And I can still appreciate that kind of stuff. And I watch a lot of like the old ones. Um, and then, you know, some dramas here and there. It, it, I guess it just kind of depends. But yeah, I, I don't like a lot of like reality TV. The only reality TV that I enjoy is like competitive. So like Dancing with the Stars or Big Brother and stuff like that. But I, I can't stand reality TV. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yeah. 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 Same here. Same. I can barely I, stand it too. I used to watch like on when MTV before they became the weird I don't know what they are now. When they had like uh Road Rules and uh what was the other one? Yes, Real World. Real World. Yes, Road Rules and Real World. I used those were the only two reality shows I actually enjoyed watching even though I knew they were completely fake. Oh yeah. It, it, it was, was so good. It was still so good. It was like, "Oh my gosh." Love yeah, those. I I did like those. I did. I did. And I'm I'm like you, Sam. I like the older the older sitcom shows more so than the newer stuff they have now. Yeah, yeah. I don't really honestly now. I don't watch a lot of like current TV. I watch more of like the streaming. I mean, as a kid, obviously streaming didn't exist. So like, right. all you did was watch sitcoms and stuff like that. So like. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, you had Full House, Family Matters, like, you know, Step by Step and Meets World and all that. And I, I mean, TGIF on ABC was my, my night. That was. Do you remember, do you remember Perfect Strangers? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I only got into it towards like the final seasons because obviously the earlier seasons, like. I was way too young to like even understand it because, you know, I was probably like three or four at the time. But I did kind of remember watching the later seasons and I did think it was kind of funny. And actually, Family Matters is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah, I used to watch Perfect Strangers and like I don't remember everything about it, but I remember right. watching it um, yeah. with those two guys. And yeah, it, it, I, I do remember like laughing at it. But yeah, I, and I love Family Matters, so I guess that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because like I kind of remember I read like a few weeks ago there was like talk of them rebooting Perfect Strangers, so that's kind of why I brought it up. Oh God, leave it alone! Leave it alone! I know because they're now there's a it's just not a it's not really TV related, but they're talking there's talk about them wanting to remake The Bodyguard. I did hear that. Bodyguard. It's like, I'm sorry. Please leave this movie alone. That movie is an iconic movie. Whitney Houston, God rest her soul, rest in peace, hon. But and Kevin Costner, you don't get a you don't get more iconic than that. You cannot remake that movie. Great. It will 100%. not be as good. Like, yeah, at this point, it's like, why are you people rebooting stuff that no one asked you to reboot? Exactly. Literally. No one asked you to do this. Like there, last time I checked, there were no petitions online saying that we want you to reboot this. We want you to reboot that. Nobody, no, literally nobody is asking you to do this, and you're doing it. Um, they can't come up with anything else. Okay, that's it. I I will admit there's one reboot uh, that I read about that actually 
is not actually a bad idea per se. Um, it's the reboot they're plan that they're they're doing for um, the Wonder Years. When yes. I yeah, when I read the concept, I was like, you know what? Actually, this is this would actually be a really good idea. It's actually a pretty good concept because they're basically gonna do a similar esque show, but ultimately it's still it it's gonna be a different show though. Simply because of the fact that you're changing the family from white to black and you're gonna explore very different experiences of the same time period than you know what you had in the original show so that is like so i would say that's one of the few times where a reboot of it would actually be pretty good tv i i would imagine i don't know about what you guys think but yeah i mean i don't have a problem if you want to have like a similar concept but it's a different story and you just use the same title because it doesn't mess with the integrity of the original Right. So, like, I'm totally fine that they're literally taking the title and kind of just repurposing it for a similar type show. Um, of course, you know, you hear people grumble, especially with, you know, the fact that they changed the races and stuff like that. But that shouldn't matter. Like, it's, 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 this is going to be its own show. It just has a similar, the same name. So I agree with you. Like, I think I'm, I'm interested mm -hmm. to see how that plays out. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know, otherwise, like a lot of times, reboots are really pretty much the same thing as the original, but they will do things like they'll update it to a different decade, like more to now, mm -hmm. or they may um, somehow make it more gritty or whatever, or they quote unquote gritty or whatever. And it's like, again, no one asked you to do this. No one, and you're doing it. Yeah, that Fine. was kind of like the uh, when they they uh, updated Boy Meets World. We were talk we talked about we just talked about that one to their girls girl, to meets, girl world. meets world. I'm like, really? And it's his daughter. It's I know. Corey's daughter. It's, uh, yeah, I know, but it's just it didn't really. I was like, it really was unnecessary. Yeah, uh, no. I guess what they're trying to do is because Boy Meets World was such an, a popular show when we were growing up, they wanted to almost hit the next generation and see if they could, you know, spark again. There, there's certain things that it, it worked because of the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like sitcoms now don't do as well. You hear of so many sitcoms that are on for like a season or two and then they're gone you know mm -hmm. so it's like it it i feel like that's why like the streaming has changed the game so much because you can have like that sitcom type show but it's different and maybe it's because of that freedom you know what i mean like i i don't know but yeah it's uh they they could have left that alone right they they yeah. really could have it's one of the few that they don't they didn't need to make a try to spark a new generation because it's just not it's just not going to happen with today's today's generation at all. What is what was your favorite show growing up as a kid? Hmm, I have to think about that one for a minute. Well, I mean, 
if you if you're really asking about like as a kid, then obviously my favorite stuff would be your typical kid stuff. Um, one of my favorites was of course reading Rainbow. Yes, because you know it, it it's only reasonable that you know if I'm like a nerdy book reader, then a show that encourages uh, kids to uh, read a lot <laughs> would be a thing I would love. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Lavar yeah. was great. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of weird. Mine has to be the Dukes of Hazard. I didn't watch a lot because we didn't have. We were lucky if I could get PBS every once in a while from where I li- out where I lived. We got three channels, and Channel Forty Four didn't, which was the PBS channel, didn't always come in. So I was left with Channel Seven and Channel Nine around here, and you pretty much watched whatever was on it. Right. <laughs> and for me, it was Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, when I yeah when I was a kid, like the bit of TV that I was allowed to watch, like my 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 parents, especially my mom, more than my dad, but um, they would definitely encourage me to watch, you know, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood and Sesame Street, and then I discovered Reading Rainbow along the way, and I I enjoyed all those Kangaroo. things. Sorry, uh, that was another one I watched, Captain Kangaroo. You know, funny enough, I never actually watched an episode of that. Or, I don't know, maybe I didn't catch it when it was on. Because I think, like, it was starting to end uh, their TV run, right? In the, like, late 80s or mid 80s or something like that. Yeah, I kind of remember watching it when I was probably... I don't even remember how old I was when I would watch Captain Kangaroo. But I mean, granted, I didn't get to see it off that often. Same with like Mr. Rogers and Sesame Street. I didn't get to see those that often because we were lucky if we got PBS to come in. Loved Mr. Rogers. Oh, That's I still a real Mr. Rogers. I that was a real shame. Rogers. That was a real shame, you know, that you weren't able to watch that stuff. Because I mean, not only was it like good television just for anybody to watch, but especially when you know we were all kids, like that was like those shows were like great. Really, I mean they. They taught you a lot. Yeah. And I ended up getting watch being able to watch them more as I got older. Yeah. But when I was when I was real when I was little, little, I we didn't have a lot of the we weren't able to get those channels all the time. Yeah, that's kind of a shame. Yeah. But I mean my daughter likes Mr. Rogers because I have one DVD of like it's like a collection of I don't know how many episodes, but so we watch, we watch it. Well, that's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was such a wonderful human being. And what was great about, like, I don't know how you felt, Sam, but I kind of feel like thinking back on it that the one thing about Fred Rogers that was great is that when he was talking to you, the audience, because, you know, presumably you were a kid at the time, he doesn't, like, talk down at you. He he just makes things more digestible for you to understand it, but he doesn't talk down at you like you're an idiot or anything. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, one of the main reasons why I like that show, I always wanted to go on the train. Oh yeah, from yeah, the, the trolley room into the kitchen. Yes. Yeah, the trolley. <laughs> and you take the trolley. Always wanted to. Right, and you take the trolley and you go to the land of make believe. Yeah. No, I'm talking. I know what Sam's talking about. I remember the train that went into the, from the living room to the kitchen. 
Oh, oh yeah, the other one. Yeah, the other, the other one, not the trolley, the train. Oh yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. I forgot about the other train. Yeah, I mean, I always wanted to go on trolley because I wanted to go to the land of make believe, obviously. But what kid doesn't want to go there? Right. Yeah. Um, uh, another another one that I used to watch as a kid. I don't know if you guys remember Eureka's Castle. I know. I never saw no. that. One. Past your time. It was it was a kind of a similar, you know, with like puppets and and you know stuff like that. Um, you know, I just remember enjoying it. But as like I was an older kid, like in elementary school, I was a big Power Rangers fan. Oh yeah, I remember my, Power Rangers. That was I remember my, the original Power Rangers. Yes, the original Power Rangers. I'm not talking about the oh. the rest of it. Like I was the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the original Power Rangers. Oh my Tommy. god. And Jason and Billy and Kim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what? It's so funny you mentioned that because I remember when they start showing it um, on Fox in the afternoon, my two cousins, like my two cousins uh, were watching as well because um, there, there was a brief period for a few years where like um, after school, I would go to their apartment because my parents were working, so there was nobody at home. So I would go to their place and stay there, you know, until like six-ish when like one of my parents, you know, are done with work and they'd come pick me up and take me home. So when Power Rangers started showing on TV, I was, they were like, oh yeah, we remember the show back in Hong Kong. <laughs> they had the same reaction when they started showing Sailor Moon. It's like, oh yeah, we saw this when we were in Hong Kong too. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, we're finally catching up with what's going on in, in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that happened eventually, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it got really funny. Like when anim anime started becoming a bigger thing in the U.S., they were like, oh, yeah, we saw this and this and this and this and this show. And like, I wonder where they're going to bring this show. And it's like, okay, wait. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um. I remember I also enjoyed watching Batman the Animated Series. Yes, I did watch that too. That was that was great. That was like one of the few uh cartoons I would say at the time where it's like it's entertaining, but they had really solid storytelling and the stories were also kind of on the serious side, so it's not like your typical kids cartoon, you know, where wackiness ensues. And, like, you know, comedy happens, like, every five seconds. Um, but, yeah, that was a great show. I, I, that was a definite favorite of mine. Yeah, and then, like I mentioned, like, the, the sitcoms. So, like, you know, Saved by the Bell and um, yes. Family Matters and Full House. All that stuff. Still love those. Still watch them if they're, if they're ever on. Yeah. I have to say, I think, uh... Oh, Married with Children was one of my absolute favorite sitcoms <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was younger, back in the 90s. Oh, uh, the power syndication. I know, right? I love that. <laughs> it, that, was, that was like our family night. That was like family time. We would all get, we'd all, we would all sit and watch it. And we would laugh and we would laugh. And I mean, I know it's not appropriate. Most of the stuff they talk about is so not appropriate for this day and age. But at the time, 
it was funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, I and you know, it's so funny because you know, and I feel like I'm dating myself by saying this, but kids today don't understand. And I actually saw a meme about this, and it's so true that kids today don't understand the fear of during commercial breaks, you run and try and get everything you need to get done done before you can come back to make sure you come back in time for the show to pick back up. Yes. Because you couldn't just rewind unless you taped it. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no, you know, rewinding live TV. That didn't exist. Exactly. There's no D- yeah, there's no DVR or anything like that. Nothing like that. <laughs> it's not like streaming where you can pause it and then go pee and then come back. Right. You had 30 to 45 seconds to run to the bathroom, go get your snack, go whatever, and you would hear whoever going, it's back on, and you run as fast as you can to get back into the room so that you don't miss anything, because if not, it's going to be a long time before you see it again. Exactly. Exactly. You have to wait until the summer when they do the yep. reruns of the previous season. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Uh Here's another one that I'm I'm probably going to date myself on this one. I don't know if you two ever watched it, but it was a Sequest. Do you guys remember that show? I do remember yeah. that show. I didn't really watch it, but I do remember it. Oh, I was obsessed with it. Like, yeah, I yeah I saw the earlier seasons, but then I kind of lost track of it. So then, well, it was only on for three seasons. Well, two and a half actually. Yeah, I think I only saw like maybe the first season, and then I lost track of it. And, yeah, it was with uh, Jonathan it. Brandis, right? Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Ugh. That's yeah. sad. That's a sad. Oh, I didn't even realize Roy Schneider Schneider was in it. Yeah, he was the captain. Yeah, he was in the he was in the fir- the the first two. He was in the first two seasons and then he was then he didn't come back for the third season. Yeah, yeah. I only remember Just- watching the episodes where when he was like still the captain, so Anyone who doesn't know who who we're talking about, he's uh, the guy he played um, the police chief in Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> oh. uh, and I mean, obviously, I think I don't know if all three of us, but Friends. I'm a huge Friends fan. Still watch it. I liked Friends. I wasn't that big a fan of it, though. It was okay. Love it. I love it so much. They made me want to live in New York City. Of course, it's totally not realistic, but no, it's not. It's <laughs> it did not make me want. Way. <laughs> it did make me want to live in New York City. I'm sure it did for a lot of people. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of like Mary, where I enjoyed it. Like there were some uh, seasons and some episodes that I liked more than the others. But mm-hmm. would I say it's my favorite? Not really. Yeah. So. I mean, more power uh, to the people that absolutely love the show. I mean, that's awesome. I have shows that I still like that probably nobody else does, but that's okay. I find a lot of the shows that I like, a lot of people don't. But in terms of friends, thankfully, all my friends like it. And um, if you have watched the show, I have been told I am the Chandler of my friend group. So I can see if it. You know, if, you, if you know who Chandler is, yeah. I can see I'm ch- it. I'm I'm Chandler. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the thing with friends is that like it definitely appeals to a lot of people because if you're in a large enough group of people, 
you guys fit one of the characters. I mean, that's just how it is. That's one thing I do appreciate yeah. about the show is that they did a pretty good job giving the six of them like uh, distinctive characteristics that make them different from each other. And yet you still believe that they're friends with each other and you can actually start, uh, like you were just saying, like identify or have or people can identify you with like one character versus the others. Yeah. Yep. I See, I was right. more of a Golden Girls fan. Oh, I love that show. And yeah, that show was great. I, I think I'm pretty much the Sophia of uh, of that show. I, I think <laughs> Sophia is like my spirit animal. I don't know which one I would be. Sure, this. I can't even imagine like who I you would, would be. Rose. Really? I guess. I yeah, mean... I think you would be Rose. With minus, you know, I can see kind of dumbass. The, the dumbness that she had. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not sarcastic enough to be Dorothy. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't see you I as. I think Blanche. I would be Dorothy. Yeah, you would be Dorothy. I, we don't have a Blanche. Yeah, she's probably a good thing. But yeah, <laughs> none of us are that man crazy. I mean, there are moments where you know we kind of deviate a little bit, but depending uh, on the dude, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we haven't quite gone off the the edge of the cliff there, so um and then as you know, later on I became and again, I feel like I've become alone in a lot of this. I'm a big office fan. Ooh, I the like US the version. I love it. And there's so many people who hate it, but I feel like you need to have a certain sense of humor to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I I just it yeah. cracks me up. It's because again, it's that sarcasm. I'm so sarcastic that I can't even help it. It is. Yeah. Um. I've only seen a little bit of The Office. I think by the time you know shows like The Office started coming around, my, for me personally, my TV watching habits kind of changed a lot. So I just don't really watch as much TV as I used to actually. Well, about the only yeah. TV I get to watch anymore is if it's cartoons. <laughs> well, You're going backwards. There are yeah. some good ones, though. <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally, I'm either watching Team Umizoomi, Bubble Guppies, Coco Melon. If I'm lucky, I get to watch Nature Cat or the Wild Kratts. <laughs> if I'm lucky, I get to watch one of those two with her. But it's mostly Team Umizoomi or Bubble Guppies joys of being a parent yes all on and, vacation i had my two nephews and we watched peppa pig oh yes that, that's the other one we watch a lot of peppa pig and there's a there's another one i can't remember what the name of it they started imitating a british accent yet my youngest my three-year-old nephew it, he he speaks like he's british well she but... says she says the color purple like she's british purple yeah purple Oh. It is the cutest thing how she pronounces the word purple. So So back onto the TV thing. So um (laughs) I guess uh the question is like what have you guys been watching in more recent times? Well, I mean I know I know Mary, you were saying like you uh you've been you wind up watching a lot of kitty shows because of the kiddo, but anything else? 
Um, if, if I'm not if I'm not half asleep and I'm if I'm not sick of the television because it's on all day long, I will watch. Um, if I get a chance, I will watch. Um, Law and Order. Like all of the Law and Orders that they that was out the original. <laughs> Um, the million the different ones. The, the million different versions of it. Yes, I love those. Um, CSI, when it was on, love that. Oh, the original, yes. The original, and I really liked Miami. Okay. I liked the Miami one. Yeah, um, I watched the original until, until uh, Gil left, and then I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I kind of stopped after that with myself. Uh, another one that I... I've, gotten into that i watch if i can remember it's on and to watch is um ncis new orleans i was a huge like original ncis fan yes i like the i like the original as well but i really like the the new orleans because i'm a huge one i'm a huge fan of scott bacula and two i i love lucas black i was a huge chris o'donnell fan and i think it was because of batman and robin Oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a given. <laughs> like watching, like, well, Batman Forever, obviously, is when he first came. Yes. And I was just like, oh, yes. Okay. Chris That's O'Donnell, good. you're on my list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to talk a about a pretty big list. list so <laughs> I was like, we're not going to talk about the list because that would be another oh. six or six to 10 episodes for each of us. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But you know what I I, I like is now with streaming, especially like during COVID and stuff and like working from home is I was able to watch a lot of TV shows I didn't watch when they were on. Yes, that was me too. So like I watched like Gossip Girl, the original Gossip Girl, um, you know, and I just started. What? I said I didn't make it all the way through that one. I, I got like halfway through. Yeah, it, it, it started to suffer. Yeah, it definitely started to suffer the more. And then the ending was just, it makes sense to me. But, you know, whatever. But um, I liked all the actors in it. Um, you know, they've all continued on with pretty good careers. So, um, Was it suffering from uh, this has been on TV too long syndrome? I, yeah, I think they kind of ran out of ideas. Mm-hmm. And they that just happen. You know, it, it was just the ending felt rushed, like, okay, you know what, this is the last season. We're just gonna wrap this up and it makes no sense. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen yes, I've I've watched other shows like that. I'm like, you just left more more questions than answers. Yeah. Yes, like the... Mary. Because we literally just talked about <laughs> one show just like that in the previous. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. But I, I wasn't even talking about that show in particular. Liz. That was the thing. I was like, "What should?" But, I, like? but to be fair, that show kind of does fit that definition, though. Yes, yes no, exactly. The, the complaint with the last season is the complaint that I have with the last season of Gossip Girl. I feel like they just kind of mm-hmm. blew through it. Like you know what? Let's just finish this and end it, and mm-hmm. nothing. Ended the way that I think it should have ended. So, if you yep. want to know anyone that's listening, you can reach out, and I'll tell you how I think it should have ended, but it, not the way that it was ended. Um, but yeah, so like I watched that, and then you know I watched Downton Abbey. Love Downton Abbey. It's so good. Oh, it is. I love that show. 
Oh, oh my God. I've, I'm actually like in the middle of rewatching it again, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with the new movie coming out. Yes. So, yeah, that, that was a good one. That was a good one. And actually, I just watched, and it was only on TV for one season. And Liz, I, I mentioned this in, in one of the chats that we're in, but Kings was on nbc yes oh that was such a good one yes it was i, I kind of yeah yeah good. i can't remember that show yeah. yeah like if it's you know obviously based off of the biblical story of king david so mm-hmm. you know but and and i know we talked about this it, it wasn't made for the correct time i think if it was made now it would probably have lasted more than one season but for that one season, like, I was hooked. Like, I'm actually yeah. really upset it didn't last longer. I know. It was so good. You know, arguably, that may be one of those shows where it possibly may be worth them rebooting it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. keeping the story going. Because, like, I'm sitting here now. I just finished the last episode. And I'm like, all right, well, what would have happened next if they got another season? Mm-hmm. You know, or did they end it the way that they ended it because they knew it wasn't being picked up for another season? But normally you don't find out about that when you're filming. Right. So, yeah, I'm kind of interested to see what would have happened next based mm-hmm. off of my knowledge of the story in the Bible and stuff like that. But, right. yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, was, it was a really good show. I'm really upset that it didn't last. Yeah. I mean, but again, yeah. it was the wrong time. I mean, mm-hmm. just as like kind of like a follow to like our earlier point about how like you guys are rebooting things. Nobody asked you to reboot. Well, here, here, here. Now we're saying is okay. If you're gonna reboot stuff, you should have you should be rebooting those shows that got canceled too early. Yes. Yes. Those are the ones you should be rebooting. Well, they did yes. technically reboot Gossip Girl. They remade. Yeah. They're remaking they Gossip to. Girl. That's the one that didn't need to be redone because the one that ended, I mean, granted, it should have ended better. It was on for, what was it, six seasons? Something like that. There's no reason for it to be rebooted. And again, just like you mentioned, Liz, it's a reboot for like this time. So it's like, even though Gossip Girl, you know, kind of very similar where it's like the social media bullying and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now it's even like more so because obviously technology has gotten better since the original Gossip Girl ended, but there's no reason to reboot the show. Like, what more could you do? There's nothing more, like, it's, there was no reason. If you were going to do a reboot, like, instead of reboots, how about you do, like, a small mini thing with the original cast? Like, almost like a here's where the characters are now. Yeah. Like a reunion type thing. That I can appreciate. Right. Very passionate about that. I don't know if you noticed. Just as good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, like you know, we're all like we like we all agree that like so many of these reboots are just not necessary. No one, like we literally said, no one asked for you guys to reboot these things. Well, and you know, like you were talking about the Wonder Years. You want to know what else I'm I'm looking forward to, and I can't remember if it's a movie or a mini series. So I'm uh, I apologize if I got this wrong, but prequel to The Sopranos. Um, I, I can't remember it, if it's a movie or a. I think it's a series. movie. I think it's a like, movie. Not that's sure. That's stuff that I'm okay with. 
You know what I mean? Like you're telling story. It, you're telling a different part of the story to explain how the series got to where it was when you started. Like that's stuff that I can understand. So whether it's a prequel or a sequel type situation, like a where they are now or where they came from, that I'm okay with. But yeah, the 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 rebooting stuff, and this is for movies as well. Stop it. Unless, like yeah. we mentioned, we we ask you to. Okay, can like we get on kings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I remember like a few years ago, this was actually one of my, I wouldn't call it like my favorite favorite show, but it was definitely like one of my you know top ten uh, shows, I guess. Was uh, Battlestar Galactica? Like they did the um, oh, they call it the reimagining of the original series. Now, I had never seen the original series. So when I started watching the reimagined series, like I had no preconceptions or prejudices against it because I never saw the original. And I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I enjoy the show. Um, and quite a few people definitely uh, enjoy the show as well because Sci-Fi Channel, like, greenlit four seasons of the show which is way more than what the original tv show did because i think the original tv show was like on abc and it did like i think one maybe two seasons at most and then it got canceled but um yeah that was a great show too like the writing was pretty solid i guess the one negative would be the finale episode was like pretty divisive for some people like some people loved it some people hated it but you know, they they. I I was like I didn't hate the ending, but I definitely see why people hated the ending. That was a show I loved. You know, there's nothing more tragic than having an amazing series, and the finale just blows. Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. so many, but one that popped into my head is How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if either of you watched that. I, again, uh, it was one of my favorites. Yeah, I kind of watched it. I didn't really get too into that one, though. Yeah, so the last season, now they knew it was ending, but, like, they built up everything, and you were finally, you finally met the mother, okay? It took, like, eight seasons, and you finally met the mother. And you get all the way, all the way, all the way to the final episode, and I'm going to, big spoiler alert, she dies. I'm like, what? I just waited eight seasons and she dies in the very last episode when I just met her? Like, what the hell? Like, people were so angry. I was angry, but so angry. It's actually pretty funny uh, now that I think about it. How many series, like, you know, the series is so good and blah, 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 and then the ending is just terrible that it almost ruins everything for you. Case in point, what you guys were talking about last episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is frustrating when it's like you you dedicated, you know, your your time and your support for something, and then you get to the final season or the final episodes, and you're like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, like it's but, so frustrating. What's annoying is How I Met Your Mother was good until the last episode. Mm -hmm. It was literally the last episode that just bombed. Yeah. So sad. So yeah. Sad. It's pretty frustrating. Really, it is. 
It's like, do you guys not know how to end anything? You know? And it was easy. Literally, so easy. And we finally met. We get to see them get married, all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. And they all live happily ever after. Not, we're going to kill off the mother and have him go with someone else. I mean, it's like, how are they teaching people how to write? You know? <laughs> Honestly, the writers were just like, eh, I'm done. Here you I go. mean, honestly, it feels like, you know, all these people that, you know, write for TV and for movies, like, when they write, like, weird endings like that, it's like, how are they teaching you people to write these things nowadays? I mean, it, it, it honestly feels like these people don't know how the hell to write <laughs> when they write yeah. endings like that. Like, well, and you want, you want to know what else is bad, though, is... And I, I can only think of one TV show, so maybe you guys know another, but of TV shows that have had the same writers and then like out of nowhere they change writers. And it just completely like changes the entire series. So like the one that I'm thinking about is actually Gilmore Girls. Hmm. And what I'm happy about is that the original writers came back and that's when they did that Netflix special. And basically, they wrote that special because they wanted to end it the way that they originally would have if they had stayed on. Obviously, it was a little bit different because it's now years later and, and stuff like that. But, like, you know, basically, they had left in it was eight seasons. I think it's like the seventh season. Uh, they weren't there for the last two seasons, I think. And the last two seasons were the worst two out of all of them. Yeah. I'm trying to think any other shows that I've seen that have. Like, I know sitcom has multiple writers, which is yeah. fine. You know, well, and like certain series, like I know Grace has different writers and different directors for each yeah. different episodes and stuff well, like that. Yeah, but I it's mean, like. Yeah, from my understanding, TV in general is written by, is usually a writing staff because. Uh, especially for, like, network TV where they will typically have, like, 20 episodes, 22 episode seasons. It's like you can't realistically expect just one or two writers to write every single episode. I mean, you basically have to give these people, like, a whole at least six months, you know, just to strictly write all these episodes. So maybe even longer. So it, it actually makes sense that you would, you know, depending on the the nature of the show, you could have, like, ten people on a writing staff splitting up, like, okay, you guys do episode blah, 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 and then you do that, these other ones, and, you know, and then you have the one or two people who are the showrunners that, you know, are keeping track of who's doing what and making sure it's all cohesive. Yeah. <laughs> I just know, in, with, that, with that show, um, it just, yeah. I was glad that they came back and did the, the Netflix yeah. special. I can't, yeah, I can't really think of any other examples because, um, to be to be fair, uh, only until recently, um, I never really paid much attention to who the actual writers on the show typically are. Because, like, you know, sometimes when you're watching these shows, especially, with, like, you know, the network shows where they're, like, multiple episodes, it's like, you're just so focused on actually watching the thing you sometimes don't necessarily think of, like, digesting, like, you know, in minutiae or whatever, like, this episode is better than the other one, and then you go digging into, into like, who wrote them. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I only kind of started looking into it, like, with Game of Thrones, actually, because, um, especially, like, you know, some of the criticisms about that show was, um, how, like, you know, there's, like, too many of these, like, tropes and how it's, how it's too violent or too much sex in it and, like, there's too much, like, uh, sexism and racism in it. And it became a topic of discussion about the fact that, like, um, a- after a certain point, none of the writers on the staff are women. So, so some people felt like, well, the way women are portrayed as time goes on in the show, like, is not as good as it could have been. Because you don't have female writers, like, uh, objecting to certain things that came up. Um, and also... You know, the and also like the criticism that pops up over and over again in recent years has been like, well, you don't have enough writers of color on staff for, for some of these shows, um, that sort of thing. So that's when like I started looking into who are the writers for different episodes and stuff like that. And that's when like I started noticing, huh, some of these criticisms are actually pretty valid and not just for Game of Thrones in particular, but even in, like, other shows as well, where, like, those criticisms pop up, and, like, I'm, I'm, and I'm looking, I'm like, wow, yeah, they're, they're kind of right when they say that. Very yeah, good. seriously. <laughs> Have you guys watched The Crown? No, I've not gotten into that one. I've been meaning to, but, you know, I'm suffering from, oh my god, there's just too much stuff to watch syndrome. <laughs> No, I love the crown. I love the crown. I've heard good. I've heard good things about it, but you know, I've never actually watched it. I know, like the first couple of seasons, like the royal, the actual royal family was actually impressed with it. Uh, but last season kind of took a turn, which it doesn't surprise me because it's all about like Princess Diana and and that whole thing. And obviously, they don't want any of the truth to come out and. They've like they've said that a lot of like it's based off of fact, but it they take mm-hmm. liberties. Obviously, like it's also for entertainment, so they do embellish a lot. Um, unfortunately, it kind of makes the girl family not look so good, and Diana looking fantastic, but you know, it yeah, is she what was it is. no she she was she wasn't a saint. No, she was not as squeaky clean as people would like to pretend that she actually was. But I do truly believe that the royal family did her dirty. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. 110,000% did that woman dirty. But she was no, she was no saint. Nope. I agree. 100%. 100%. But yeah, so the only, I was asking, because number one, obviously we're talking about TV, but uh-huh. um funny funny thing is we're talking about tv during the emmys the emmys are on right now oh <laughs> and yeah. i just saw that uh the crown won two awards already yeah so. yeah i have my inbox open and uh i signed up to like some newsletters to different you know entertainment websites and yeah they're, they're, I have they're... to say one thing with them. I mean, whether or not the storyline is one hundred percent correct or not, the actors that they get are fantastic. They mm-hmm. become those people. 
Yeah, I mean, when I looked up, like, the cast listing, you know, when, like, I know they change it up every couple seasons, but when I looked up the cast listing, I've seen quite a few of them in other, you know, projects before, and overall, like, they're all pretty solid actors. So I had little doubt that when they actually do the parts, they can do it very well. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the actors who played Diana, for instance, it's actually scary mannerisms that she like it, it obviously that's her job is to pick up on those mannerisms and portray them because it's things that people recognize for right. her but it's just it's 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 crazy it's like in a good way um you know how how they do like oh i want to do that <laughs> just saying i want to do that Pick me. I'll be in the crown. Right? I don't know who I'll play, but I'll be in the crown. <laughs> I'll play Meghan Markle. Really? Like I can. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm too short to pe- to play uh, Kate. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. All right. I'm out. I'll be in the crown. <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> well, I'm sure we can probably get, in, get into uh, The Witcher in some way, shape, or form. There you go. We can we could be uh, tavern wenches or something. Random villager number three. That that yeah. that works. I'll be in one of the MCU shows. I'll be there an extra. Go. I could there have been go. in WandaVision. I could be in season two of Loki. Call me up. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of funny, actually. Some my I have relatives who you know live in Louisiana, and the funny thing is that actually a couple of them have been extras before. (laughs) Like, I remember one cousin, she was an extra for um, the the last uh, Fantastic Four movie they did, you know, the one with Michael B. Jordan. She was actually an Mm -hmm. extra in that one. Hmm. Because I think they they filmed part of it in, like, Lafayette, which is, like, where um, she was living at the time. So, yeah. 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 I had a chance to be an extra in a, a movie that was shooting in Manhattan, but I was only like 18 and they wanted me to drive my car. Like they wanted my car in there also. And I wasn't comfortable driving in New York. So I said, nope. <laughs> Cause again, I was only 18. Now phew, you want me to drive a car. I'll drive a car in a movie. I don't care. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Actually, I was, there was a one time I was on campus, like this was like some years ago now, I was on campus and like there was this girl hanging around, well, she was probably a few years older than me, so at the time, and um, she was like asking, you know, random students that, you know, were going in and out of the campus, like, hey, you know, do you have time to film like later this afternoon? we need more people to be extras for some movie we're doing. Like, obviously, I have no idea what movie it is. I'm, I don't know if it's, like, an indie thing or if it's, like, a bigger thing. But um, she was, like, asking for students if they want to be extras because, I guess, the original people that were supposed to show up, like, didn't show up for some reason. So, and I guess they were really desperate to find people to do it and, you know... Who else would be available last minute except, you know, college students who don't have classes the rest of the day? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I couldn't 
do it but um yeah that would have been kind of fun <laughs> uh so i just i did come across um the 100 best tv shows of the 21st century mm-hmm. um so i'm not going to go through all of them but number 100 one i've never heard of before it's called i'm a celebrity get me out of here i've heard of that no. one i've actually heard of that one yeah it's like one of those re- weird reality celebrity reality shows yeah um number 93 is rupaul's drag race very good show I've that was, that's entertaining yeah yeah i've seen episodes of that i like that show number 90 i'm actually shocked that it's this low is 24 i know that was a huge oh i like that show that, though. that was a that was like a very popular show so i'm actually shocked that yeah it is so far down um number 83 is buffy the vampire slayer i love that show <laughs> i like the earlier seasons more than the later ones yeah just I me agree. personally yeah, I mean, I liked them all. I can't. I, I, I just wasn't crazy about the way they killed off the mom. Oh my god, that was so sad. That was such a sad, horrible episode. But I'm like, why did you kill her off? David. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Number seventy-five. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I never, I never got into that one. Yeah, I've heard, always heard good things about it, but I've just never actually watched it. Number 71 is Lost. Yeah, it was, that was okay. The first couple of seasons, the first two seasons or so were better than the last ones. That was another one that didn't end very well. Yeah, that one ended strangely. I just, I just couldn't really get into it. Like, I tried watching a little bit of it before, but I just, I just couldn't get into it. I mean, I think it's because the premise just sounded too silly to me. I couldn't take it that seriously, so I just couldn't get into it. Well, I was yeah. a fan of uh, Matthew Fox and uh, Dominic Monaghan. And a young Amelia Clark was in it, too. Oh, okay. Pretty sure she was in that one, right? I don't remember. I- I'm not sure. Oh, I no, mean, not but... Amelia Clark. I'm sorry. Um, Evangeline Lilly. I'm sorry. That's the one who I, that's who I meant. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's right. She was in it. Yeah, not not Amelia Clark. I mean, Evangeline Lilly. Uh, number fifty-seven is Sex in the City. Okay, I can see that. I actually liked that show. wasn't crazy about the last couple of ep- seasons, but the the first few were good. Yeah, I never actually watched the show because, like, so much of it was on like premium cable, and mm-hmm. we didn't have it in our in my household, so like, I never saw it. So I saw reruns. <laughs> right. When I got regular TV, when, when we got the uh, like direct TV and stuff, I I watched, I saw it then. Okay, I didn't start watching it until I saw the movies. <laughs> uh, number fifty is Downton Abbey. Okay, good show. Love that show. Number number forty six is Doctor Who. Ah, uh, yes, Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who's good. I kind of lost track of it after like Matt Smith left, yeah. which is like sadly like quite a few years ago now. <laughs> I hate when people leave. Uh, number 44 is The Crown. Okay. Haven't seen that one. Uh, number 42 is South Park. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I've seen South Park. South Park is another one that I think has run, has, 
has overstayed its welcome. Yeah, that's just one of those shows I couldn't. Yeah, I, I agree. Them and The Simpsons. Yes, both of them. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, I I love The Simpsons, but it's like I stopped wa- I stopped watching it really seasons yeah. ago, years ago. Yeah. I'll watch the earlier seasons on rerun. Don't get me wrong, because those are those were great. But you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of lost track of it years ago. Yeah, but South Park, it the the first maybe two or three times they killed Kenny was funny, and then after that, I was just like, oh, that's stupid for South Park. Yeah. Oh my God, they killed Kenny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they killed Kenny again. Oh, okay. Poor Kenny. I know. Uh, number 32 is the U.S. version of The Office. Okay, okay. I see that. It was pretty good. Uh, like number it. 25 is The Handmaid's Tale. That is actually not a bad show. When I had Hulu, I was trying to watch it to get caught up. I didn't make it through all the episodes before I got rid of my Hulu because I quit watching it. And I couldn't afford Hulu anymore at the time. But it's good. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah it is. I don't really know. Oh, number 15 is The West Wing. That was a decent show. I didn't really get into that one, but it was good What the few episodes I did watch of it. Yeah, same here. I love that show. Number seven is Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's just those final two seasons. Damn it. Well, we already, we already, t- we already spent, like, you know, plenty of uh, time <laughs> yes, talking about that one. We don't need to go into. Yeah, we're not going to go there. Uh, number six is The Office. Number the British five, version? The British version, version, yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, number five is Breaking Bad. Amazing show. You know, that is one show I always meant to watch, and I never got to, I've never seen it. It's awesome. Yeah, same here. I never got around to watching that. Number four, I've never heard of. It's called The Thick of It. Never heard of it. Number three, Mad Men. It was another one I never watched. Yeah, I never saw that one either. Yeah, I never saw that one either. No, it was popular, though. Yeah, it was. It was really popular. Uh, Number two is The Wire. I'm not surprised about that one. A lot of people like it. Can you guess what number one is? It was mentioned tonight. Wait, you mean Nope. Friends? The Sopranos. The Sopranos. Okay, I can see that. The few, the, the few. Again, minus that last episode. Yeah. (laughs) That last scene, I should say. Not even the episode, just the scene. Yeah. It's the top 100, or some of the top 100 uh, of the Mm -hmm. 21st century. I can see some of those. I could see the Sopranos. I can see the Sopranos being in the top. I wouldn't have maybe suggested that they be the top the number one show but i would have figured top 10 for them at least yeah i mean i don't know what it was based off of Mm -hmm. i don't know if it was based off of ratings or probably because i know it was popular very popular oh yes i think that was really kind of like the beginning of hbo series i think it was actually yeah i guess i guess like before i guess like the last thing we could talk about before we close off is um what kind of stuff are you watching now? <laughs> I mean, that's a fair question. <laughs> that is a very fair question. Um, like I said, besides like rewatching things, uh, I don't even know. I think for me, the last new series, and I still haven't made it all the way through the, the first season of it yet, is on net was on Netflix. Um, I think it's called Shadow and Bone. 
Oh, yes, mm. yes, yes. I've seen a little bit of it. I didn't watch it all the way through, but I've seen some of it. Yeah, yeah I think I'm like halfway through the first season. Granted, there's only there's not that many episodes, but I think I'm like halfway through the first season. Um, Bridgerton, I'm just anxiously waiting season two. Yep. I think <laughs> a lot of people are. <laughs> um, and The Witcher. I am anxiously awaiting The Witcher 2, season two of The Witcher. Right. Yeah. I think it's supposed to come out like beginning of next year, I think. End of this year. Oh, end of this year. I think like December 21st or something like that. Merry Christmas to you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, woohoo! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think for me, it's mostly um, like like you, Mary, streaming. So like I watched, mm -hmm. uh, it, was, it was a short series. It was only two seasons. But like, uh, again, on Netflix, I watched like the Selena series. Oh, yeah. Which was basically similar to the movie but it it actually was a little different it, it was it was mm -hmm. parts of her her story that we didn't see in the movie so it, i mm -hmm. i enjoyed that and then uh, obviously yeah. as i mentioned the mcu shows that we've talked about on here yeah obviously though i haven't watched all the what if same episodes. yeah same here i feel same. like there's just too many <laughs> I, and maybe I it's just because they're so different i think I made it to the zombie episode. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't, I skipped a bunch, but I saw the zombie episode. I saw like the first two, then I skipped, I saw the zombie, and then I haven't watched since. Yeah, I, I need to go, I, I think I've seen all the episodes now, except for like the, the one that just came out. Yeah, I, I haven't got, I, I just haven't been in the mood to like really watch them. So I only saw the first two episodes. I've been yeah. binging them because I like, I won't watch it for like, I'll forget like for a couple of weeks and then I'll go watch a couple of episodes. I'm like, oh yeah. And yes, cool. and yes, listeners, we will be doing an episode eventually on what if, just like we yes. did the other MCU shows. Two other shows that I'm looking forward to the next seasons is Cobra Kai and uh, The Boys. I have not watched The Boys. I Boys is so good. I don't have Amazon. I guess that's why I don't have the Amazon streaming. Oh, tell me, I can give you my password. <laughs> i'll share i share the wealth everyone else in my family uses it so yeah because um, I see, especially when lord of the I'm, i know i'm gonna get it when the lord of the rings uh tv show comes out yeah definitely gonna get it then yeah i i haven't seen either one uh either but uh i've heard like good things though yeah i haven't seen i haven't watched cobra kai although i've heard really good I, I'm like you, Liz. I've heard really good things about that one. And I do love the fact that it's based, it's like a continuation kind of of the uh, Karate Kid movies. Yep. The original Karate Kid movies. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the boys just looks like it's looks like good fun. It's literally a superhero show, but it's like dark superhero. It's show. an irreverent take on superheroes, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's basically like if superheroes were commercialized uh-huh and like all they care about is like praise and the money and like whatever like basically celebrities today uh-huh but they're superheroes yeah and they're owned by a company yeah <laughs> that's that's like the the synopsis of it it's great yeah it's awesome and i love carl urban so that's well, i've been meaning to watch it get no. get i've been meaning yeah. to get amazon because i love carl urban I've been okay. I I did watch Bridgerton. Uh, I've read the books as well that it's based off of. Um, 
that was like the last full series I, w- I really watched the entire thing of, other than the MCU stuff. Uh, oddly enough, some of the stuff I've watched is actually not in English. Um, I've been watching a lot of Korean TV shows, actually. Um, my late, my, like the last few months I've been watching uh their version of like reality tv which is so much more entertaining than pretty much any other reality tv show you're watching on american tv right now uh mainly because um there's a lot of humor in in these shows it's not like that they wrote specifically for the show to be funny necessarily but just the interaction between the cast members on the show and sometimes when they have guests on the show the interactions with the guests you know at least the funny conversations that they capture on camera and it's very entertaining like um i started watching this really long running show called running man funny enough um that show is really popular for people who watch korean tv um and then another show i was watching it just ended recently um the title in English is Delicious Rendezvous. And what I love about this show is the basic concept is that every episode they talk about a food ingredient that um, for various reasons is not selling very well. And as a way to help the people who do the farming or the fishing or the raising of the animals or whatever and the farm, Uh, They basically create recipes that you can follow at home that uses some of these ingredients to help uh, encourage people to buy um, some of these food items. Like a lot, like the most common thing is um, there's like low demand for like certain vegetables and now farmers are having to sell them at like less than $1 for two pounds of like say carrots for example, and you're hearing, like, wow, these people are really in a lot of serious trouble. Like, they, you know, they have to sell, like, two pounds of vegetables, and you're barely making the equivalent of one or two dollars U.S. for that, for all that. I mean, it's just, it's like, wow, okay. So, you know, it's great. You know, they're doing this show to encourage people to support, you know, local farmers and, you're also learning how to make delicious food at home for whether it's for yourself, you know, just by yourself or you're making it for your family. It's great. I loved it. So yeah, that that's basically what I've been watching lately. Okay, so before we close out as usual, uh we have an email address where you can send us questions, comments, uh criticisms on how to improve our show. Um you can email us at threefatesdecide at gmail.com. It's the title of our podcast, all in one word, and the three is spelt out. And you can also reach us on Instagram at threefatesdecide. The three is spelled out. And feel free to send us DMs. Let us know what you think. We love feedback. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch us next time. And see what we're going to talk about. Because the three fates decide.